I am in conversation today with Claudio Franceschi. Professor Franceschi is one of the world's leading experts on aging and nutrition. Um, he's done extensive work on the genetics of aging and has run very successful uh, projects involving centenarians, especially in Italy, which is where we are now. Um, and I'm going to ask him about uh, about nutrition in older age because this is a very clear and important category that will become ever more important as uh, populations get older. So Claudio, tell us what you think. Well, well uh, I am basically an immunologist and uh, I uh, went through uh, nutrition because uh, nutrition and the gut microbiota do have uh, an enormous uh, effect on uh, the immune system uh, and um, I was lucky enough uh, to uh, run a European project called the New Age uh, on uh, Mediterranean diet uh, in uh, the elderly. <coughs> uh, so uh, just uh, to uh, for sake of clarity, I, I will say, uh, I will just arrive to the conclusion and then I will explain the conclusion. So my idea is that nutrition is a pillar uh, of uh, health and in particular of healthy aging. And uh, it should be prescribed as a drug together with uh, physical activity. So the general practitioner should uh, be much more uh, aware that uh, the right diet, the right uh, nutritional regimen and the right physical activity are the two most important prescriptions that they can uh, suggest to their patients. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, the conclusion is that uh, there are three points that are important. The first is uh, what you eat. The second is how much do you eat. And the third is uh, a little bit less known and is when uh, and uh, with the whom. Italian, these are the three Qs. Uh, yes, the three Q. In Italian, this is very easy because is quello uh, quello che mangi, uh, quanto mangi, uh, uh, and uh, 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 quando mangi, the three Q in Italian. Uh, so let us uh, start uh, from uh, the first. Uh, what do you eat? Uh, I think that uh, uh, the best regimen uh, that I know is uh, the uh, Mediterranean diet. And there are a lot of epidemiological data suggesting that uh, a strict adhesion to a Mediterranean diet helps you in uh, postponing or uh, getting rid of uh, most of the major diseases of aging like cardiovascular disease, stroke, uh, cancer, and so on. The, uh, the New Age project was uh, the, an opportunity to go a little bit beyond this uh, this general, uh, this general statement, which is true. And uh, we realize uh, that uh, 
since uh, uh, there were French, uh, Italians, uh, Dutch, uh, British and Polish were recruited in the project, we realized that uh, the Mediterranean diet has a different effect in the different populations. Okay. And this is very interesting. And within the same population, there are people who respond better than others. So even if, on average, it's uh, totally true that the Mediterranean diet is, uh, is uh, uh, a good diet, uh, of course the, there is heterogeneity uh, in the populations because of the traditions, uh, probably the gut microbiota were different, uh, uh, the, 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 the food was different before the, the, the project on Mediterranean diet. You can imagine Polish which uh, start uh, Mediterranean diet for one year mm -hmm. and so on. So now our idea is that the Mediterranean diet is probably one of the best diet. Okay. Maybe there are other in the world, but, uh, but uh, th this is a very good diet. But not all the people respond the same way. There is a big difference between men and women, and there is difference between countries. So uh, we should move towards a more personalized type of diet, even with Mediterranean diet. Okay. Uh, so this is uh, the first. And uh, mm, uh, so what to do with that? So the, the, uh, of course, there is an enormous literature regarding uh, the fact that uh, calorie restriction is good for you. Mm. But this, uh, these are data mostly, uh, most, uh, most of the data uh, have been collected in animal model. Yeah. And the translation to humans is very difficult because mice are very different sure. from humans, sure. uh, from many, even biologically, but also to put a, a mouse in a cage is not uh, the same as humans, <laughs> which uh, are so different culturally and historically and so on. So, um, and uh, it was clear uh, that um, uh, there were people taking, uh, uh, I think, 40 mouse strain and they gave to, this, to, the, to all these different uh, mouse strains uh, a calorie restriction of 40%. And uh, in most of the cases, uh, uh, the effect were uh, negative, mm -hmm. in some uh, were neutral, mm -hmm. and in uh, a minority were good. So this means that the genetics play a major role and that the calorie restriction uh, cannot be applied uh, as such to everybody. Okay. And it's difficult also the, the, the compliance. Mm -hmm. So now there is this idea of intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you have uh, to have uh, a lot of uh, uh, distance between interval between uh, between uh, the lunch uh, and uh, the, the, the so you have to uh, several hours a lot of them. who's who's promoting the idea of intermittent fasting uh, one one guy is uh, is uh, longo okay. uh, that has published a lot in good journals yeah. I disagree uh, in the sense that I tested in the centenarians uh, if they followed, uh, uh, they are the best example of people who live uh, healthy and uh, have a long life. And most of them postponed or avoided uh, 
the major diseases like diabetes, uh, metabolic diseases, and so on. So uh, we looked at the centenarians, uh, and the centenarians never followed a sort of uh, something similar intermittent fasting. They were very regular instead. Uh, they were eating everything. So is uh, all type of, uh, and in most of the cases in Italy, they followed something similar to Mediterranean diet. But uh, uh, another very, 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 very strong characteristic is that they were very obsessed in uh, eating at the same time of the day, uh, the lunch and uh, the dinner. So, and uh, uh, you know that uh, uh, the, regu uh, the, if the regular uh, timing, uh, regular timing of uh, uh, food timing, uh, is important for uh, circadian rhythms, the metabolic circadian rhythm, because yep. uh, when you eat uh, part of the energy, go to the bacteria, the bacteria in the gut start proliferating using the, the nutrients, and they send, uh, they, they, they immediately proliferate very fast, and they send after 20 minutes or something like this, uh, signals of satiety. Okay. And they send uh, the, 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 the food timing, send the energy to the liver. The liver receives the nutrient and start doing its job. So everything is um, uh, fluctuating yes. and there are rhythmicity uh, in the peripheral organs. And it's important that there is a coordination between this peripheral circadian rhythms with the uh, central circadian rhythms, which is uh, day and night, yes. uh, sleeping and be awake. And, uh, uh, for example, the centenarians maintain very well uh, the uh, circadian rhythms of, uh, of sleep. They sleep very well, they maintain the, all the phases of sleep, uh, and this, of course, I think is very important for them to reach uh, uh, to reach uh, uh, such a remarkable age in, uh, in good shape. So uh, there are two possibilities. Either the people of intermittent fasting are right. Mm -hmm. uh, intermittent fasting should uh, be perceived by the body as a sort of stress, mm -hmm. uh, which should uh, encourage uh, the cells of the body uh, to um, set up, to increase uh, the production of uh, protective factors. Okay. Uh, so it's a sort of uh, uh, continuous uh, small uh, stress that uh, you can follow. And there are uh, scientific reasons to think that this is reasonable. But uh, uh, I think that we don't know the, on the long run mm -hmm. uh, the effect of intermittent fasting. And uh, uh, maybe um, the lesson of centenarians uh, mm -hmm. that to be uh, uh, to be very regular uh, in the food timing uh, maybe uh, should be considered at the same level. Of course, in our society, everything is contrary mm -hmm. to the idea of uh, 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 having a regular food timing because the people. Uh, the, 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 the contemporary life uh, is so strange. In the past, uh, all the families, especially in Italy, uh, were very conservative. They were uh, 
uh, eating together, so the conviviality was safe and it was a good uh, social event to eat together. Uh, nowadays, uh, everybody eats uh, at his own uh, time. Uh, in the night, uh, people come back, and uh, especially adolescents come back, open the fridge, and uh, they, they eat everything at uh, midnight and so on. Yeah. So I think that uh, despite the fact that uh, regular, uh, the regular timing, uh, food timing, uh, is, uh, is, is good, of course it's difficult. But also intermittent fasting is not so easy. So, so I, I'm writing a paper uh, uh, on pros and cons of these uh, two possibilities. <clears throat> and uh, um, then uh, we can uh, come to the, to the uh, last consideration, uh, which is um, the relationship between uh, nutrition uh, and uh, the many other social variables. Uh, in Italy, it's clear that uh, the, uh, the last data uh, show that there is a gradient north to south and uh, uh, poor to rich. So the obesity and overweight is much more common in the south and uh, uh, is much more common in uh, uh, rich people uh, than in uh, uh, poor people, of course. Uh, and uh, the, 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 the main uh, correlation is with the uh, uh, education level. Mm. Education level is a proxy, yes. uh, because if you have a low education level, your, uh, uh, the, the capability to choose uh, uh, the food to have information, but also the the work that you do is uh, uh, is usually uh, more heavy and uh, so on, and uh, uh, you have less money to eat uh, to 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 buy the best food and so on. So um, the the problem of uh, of overweight, uh, obesity, and the bad nutrition is a social and political point. Uh, you cannot, uh, uh, and, and in Italy there is also a, 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 a very strong gradient of uh, morbidity and mortality. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the South, which is um, more poor, uh, uh, is always a, has always a disadvantage. There is more mortality, more uh, morbidity, and so on. Can I ask, these, these, these problems of obesity among poorer people in Italy, is that also associated with the um, lack of regularity or are, they being, are their lives being made more irregular as with the uh, everywhere else in, in uh, modern life? Well, this is a very in interesting question. Uh, I have no, 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 da no data, yeah. but for sure is, uh, I can guess. Hmm. I have no data, but it would be interesting to to do a research on it, that uh, the, in the families of the upper class, mm. at least one meal is uh, together so that the, the, the parents can, in brackets, control the children sure. and that there is conviviality and so on. Uh, in most of the cases of, uh, of uh, lower class, uh, this is not possible. 
because of the work uh, work hour of the parents uh, and because uh, the so you lose uh, the conviviality which means uh, that everyone as i said before has his own uh, time of uh, of a feeding so uh, but i think that uh, it, this is something that should be studied much more uh, in depth so we need we need the data data on this so uh, the, 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 the 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 centenarians who were living in in, uh, in italy at the time uh, that italy was uh, relatively poor yes. the centenarians were not rich but not poor yes. so the quantity uh, of uh, the it was uh, re- was small yes. small regular but no malnutrition because they were not uh, at the the lowest class no. but not rich and not italy was not rich yeah. so for most of their time they were in a, a sort of ideal situation where they were were very active yeah. all their life uh, this is for sure very active in the house uh, outside they were hard workers and they had a nutrition which was close to mediterranean diet not much and regular so and and the, most of these things are lost in the the, the in, in italy nowadays so uh, this was our history our tradition but the the, the, the capitalistic society and uh, the, 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 the globalization has an effect also in Italy and we are losing yeah. this uh, tremendous tradition. Uh, of course, I hope that there will be in the future a new tradition, but, uh, but for now we are, we are simply disrupting uh, a, 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 our culture, uh, cultural habits. Yeah. Claudio Franceschi, that's told us an awful lot about um, <laughs> aging, nutrition, your centenarians project, um, how we can understand um, how we should eat and how for, for good health from what you know about, circular, uh, about uh, centenarians, the regularity of eating, uh, but also circadian rhythms and the need to be able to get sleep, enough sleep, and also the importance of the life course and history. Claudio Franceschi, I think we've covered an awful lot of material in 20 minutes. So thank you very much. No, thanks to you. Enlightening comments. Thanks to you. Thanks.